Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-two on the Patrick Lally Show. And of course, that is the Clash train in vain for our next guest for the Weird Friends segment. My favorite time of the day. It's Mr. Scott Hudson. So Mr. this has become my song, right? Yeah, it's this is now your theme song. I've decided okay. that. Okay, I don't mind that a bit. No. Until until you decide otherwise, or I do, we'll we'll, okay. we'll stick with that. How's that sound? That's fine with me. Cool. Yeah, the Clash, Train in Vain, the hidden track on London Calling. Oh, that was a big deal back in the day, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was one of the first hidden tracks ever. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because back in the vinyl days, they rarely did that. It was remember it was in the CD days that we got all these little surprises at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, it's not on the list, man. Yeah. <laughs> and in this case, it was just a simple thing. They recorded it after they were done with the album. Yeah, they didn't it intend thrown, to do it that way. It was thrown on at the last minute, so the covers had already been printed. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, but we're not here to talk about The Clash today, although... Although we could for we, hours. We could, and I think the viewers <laughs> or the listeners would be enthralled by that conversation. Um <laughs> There is, however, uh, another big music act coming to town this weekend, and one that's actually something I would go to, the Foo Fighters. Yeah, this, this is a big deal. The, the Foo Fighters um, coming this Saturday. Uh, you know, in the, the three years that the Premier Center's been around, you know, there's been a ton of country, there's pop, Christian rock, things like that. But we haven't had, we've had also a lot of rock, but we haven't had a, a current rock band play. Right. A lot of, lot of uh, classic rock. Yeah, uh, heritage bands. I mean, yeah. and there's nothing wrong. I'm, no. I'm not criticizing McCartney or Paul Simon or any of those greats that have come through. Yeah. But if you do, if you talk to people around town and ask them what is the one thing that they think has been missing, it's, it's a current rock band playing there. So the Foo Fighters, this is a pretty big deal. Because uh, there is a difference between uh, uh, a heritage band playing their greatest hits every night, year after year, to somebody who's got a brand new album yeah. that is that is very successful, that is on the charts right now. And, you know, the Foo Fighters' latest album came out in September, topped the charts right away. They're going as strong as ever, so... Yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, they're not. It's not like they're a new band or anything. Obviously, no, they've been around twenty years. And David Grohl was in Nirvana, so yes, yes, it, it's uh, it, it, yeah, they're not like fresh chickens or anything, but they're current. Right, right, and they're and, current, but they have, but they do have, you know, a, a catalog. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a one hit one. You know, like when Ed Sheeran played in town, I couldn't name you more than one. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. name a single Ed Sheeran song. Um, He's only got two albums up, from mm-hmm. my knowledge, and three or four hits. I mean, it was a big show mm-hmm. if you're a pop music fan, but, you know, uh, the Foo's got nine full albums. They've all been wow. successful, so they can easily play a two-hour show, two-hour plus. Yeah. Well, and it was great to see that show sell out immediately because that yeah. proves there's still demand for quality, high-level rock and roll acts in this community. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. really happy by that. Now, I don't have one of those tickets. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> and, 
and I while I would go, you know, I I still it's a big it's a big room even though it's not a stadium or anything, but 12,000 seats. It's 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 a nice place to see a show. Not make no mistake about that. But it's it's you know, it it's just not what I want to do. Um if I if somebody offered to go and said, "Hey, come with me." I might go. But right. because right. I think it's going to be awesome, but it's not my deal, you know, and I don't think yeah, it's your I, deal I mean, too I re- much either. I respect the foods more than I actually like them. Yeah, that's true. You it's going to be loud. Anything, <laughs> I, I can't say anything negative about them, but I don't. I I have their first album. That's that's it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'd I'd have to wear earplugs though. Well, yeah, we're old. I know the last <laughs> last when I went to uh, uh, Flog and Molly last week, couple weeks ago, whenever that was, forgot my yeah. earplugs and I paid for it. I had ringing oh, ears. I'm, ringing ears. Yes, yes. I hate that. But you know what? I, you know, having said all this about how important the foods are to coming to town, you know my big, big overall theory about rock and roll music scenes. Mm-hmm. It starts at the bottom up. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, the the way that you get a true scene in a town is you start at the very bottom with the little clubs and the little bands that are coming through. And there's a, when, when those shows are successful, there's a ripple effect. You know, people get used to going out for two shows for their entertainment. Uh, more local bands spring up because there's, you know, a demand. Mm-hmm. And then that, there's a ripple effect. The, the bigger clubs get more attendance for their shows then. It keeps going and going and going. And I've actually, and people begin to take chances. You know, it's like, right. I've heard this band's pretty good. I don't know them. Should we go? Uh, you know, in a bad music scene, it'd be like, uh, they probably suck. No, yeah. but in a, in a healthy music scene, it's like, well, you know, my friend so-and-so said they're good. Let's go. Yeah, or you trust. So, I, I'm having uh, Andy Howes is on the program on Friday who is the guy behind Fuel Promotion. And he's, you know, if I see a Fuel show, yes. I, I'm going to consider it right away because he has brought stuff that I like before. Right, 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 right. What do you think the state of things is then for that level of, you know, um, smaller shows? Do you think people are going? I actually, you know, everybody knows I'm a hermit. Yes. I actually made it out twice in one week to shows. (gasps) Uh, My heart just skipped a beat there, so. I know, people are shocked. And nobody was more shocked than the owners of Total Drag. (laughs) (laughs) Total Drag Records down there on 12th Street, which has yes. a venue of about 100 people, right? Right, right. And that's you talk about this, a, a place that sows the seeds of a music scene, that, that place is it. Yeah. What'd you go see? Well, first off, uh, a week ago Tuesday was a band called The Courtney's. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're an all-girl Canadian band. They're flying on records out of New Zealand. I love them. Their latest record, too, came out in February going to be in my top five of the year you know when it, when the when i do my little chart mm-hmm. um they're they have bubblegumish melodies but with like post-punk off the off the beaten path um uh rhythm mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's a weird mix that shouldn't work but the the, the music is so the songs are so catchy that mm-hmm. it does work well it's and the, the brilliance of artistry right yes yeah. Yes. And, and what, then last night, mm, last night. I, I caught a band that I've recently fallen in love with from Portland called, now get this, 
Guantanamo Baywatch. <laughs> that's a good one. Isn't that the best band name ever? Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I haven't heard, you know, band names are always awesome when they get creative, but that one's good. Yeah, I mean, they are like a modern-day surf band, but they're not revivalists. And in one of the articles I read called them, like, if the cramps went to the beach for a drunken bender. <laughs> <laughs> that's good think about think about that for a second i mean they yeah. the the guitar melodies are surf rock but they're really revved up and there's other elements of you know r&b and garage rock and things like that in it and uh um this was the the band leader said this is the first time he's ever been in south dakota yeah and he was enjoying every minute there was a good crowd there and and that actually is one of the things that has helped total drag over the years as they've brought these bands in these bands have had such great experiences, and most of them have never even thought of playing in South Dakota. Right. That they've actually gone out and told other bands about it, or their label, and their labels told their other bands. And that's how some of these other groups have actually come in. That never happens with arena acts. I mean, Dave no. Grohl is not going to talk to Roger Waters and say, <laughs> man, we had this great show in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. No. That doesn't work that way. But when it does work word of mouth at the, at the lower end of things, that is the coolest thing ever, I think. Yeah, it's really neat at what they're doing down there. And uh, I, like as I said, I was uh, Andy Howes is going to be on the show on Friday, I believe. And um, we're going to talk a lot about that kind of stuff because he's really tied in at that level of that kind of word of mouth, you know, because yeah. he's, got a, he's got a lot of other stuff going on. He's not just a music promoter, and there are several of those in town. But just that kind of, yeah, this is kind of cool. I went there, and it was fun. I don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you bring a uh, Hudson's Hot Pick of the Week? Well, I, I think uh, because I'm talking about these uh, bands, let's yeah. go with uh, that, that Courtney's 2, mm -hmm. which came out in February. And then uh, the latest Guantanamo Baywatch came out about a month ago, and it's called Desert Center. And like I said, if you, if you like the sound of a surfish guitar, but, you know, just, but not necessarily Dick Dale, mm -hmm. <laughs> this was like a revved-up rock and roll garage band with, with uh, that 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 great surf rock guitar sound at yeah. the front. That sounds great. I got to get that. Yeah, I think I like it. Um, thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. As always, it's good advice. It's always fun. Hey, uh, where where should I go? Where should people go if they want to hook up with what's going on at Total Drag, by the way? Is there is there a place where you go to find out what they're doing? Yeah, you can add, um, you can add them on Facebook, Total Drag Records. Just yep. search. They're on there. Um, they do have a website, I believe it's totaldrag.com, okay. where, where they list all their shows. Cool. And, uh, yeah, and also scotthudson.blogspot.com for all your latest Live Ledge needs. There you go. And, of course, plug the podcast. Yes. Uh, Live Ledge, Friday night, realpunkradio.com, 6 to 8 p.m. our time. And last week was my monthly new release show, which I love doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do this week. All right. Well, well, we'll wait and see. You can always you always can find out on Facebook if you follow Scott Hudson. Uh, Scott, thanks for uh, filling us in today. I really appreciate it. Have a good week. You too. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. We've gathered today's talkers. Kill me.